Hi, I'm Evan from Podcast Type 4. Make sure you do all of your racing in the games. On the streets, drive safely and responsibly. And wear a seatbelt. Welcome everyone to P4, where you listen to some dude talk about racing and driving games in his car. Today we're talking about Road Rash Jailbreak for the Sony PlayStation, developed by EA Redwood Shores, released in 2000. Let's get into it. I had heard about Road Rush Jailbreak was during the summer of 2000. I traded a kid Need for Speed 2 down the street for it. Being a big fan of the 1996 PS1 32-bit Road Rash release simply titled Road Rash, and yes I had played the sequel Road Rash 3D, and I was excited to play this one. Admittingly I wasn't into this game at first, I sucked at it, but in due time I bought another copy in 2014 to give it a second shot. This game defines one of those rare instances where a game I had had when I was younger that I wasn't too fond of has since become one of my favorite games ever. This also happened to me with Test Drive 6, another game I'd love to talk about in the future. Around the time I had rebought the game, there was someone in college I had gotten in touch with and wanted to ask out. I gave her a call on my lunch break one day and asked if she wanted to hang out that Friday, and she did. I've never liked this, but back then I was super nervous for some reason of anticipation for hanging out with her. I played this game a lot to get my mind off of things, you know, just to sort of give me an activity, and it did help for sure. So although I did have this game as a kid, the most dominant memory I have of Jailbreak is during this very small gap of time between a date. That, and finally beating it during the beginning of COVID. Long story short, the date did go well, as I usually always did. Then all of a sudden my phone rings the next day. She called me on her lunch break and was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know about last night. You're a really awesome guy, but I'm not really looking currently, yada yada yada. And to be honest, it didn't really bother me, you know? I just said it was totally cool, I appreciated her letting me know, and in my head I said to myself we move on. Now, she really should have ended the call right there. So she keeps on talking and she like tried to finagle me into taking her to a bunch of sporting events like Golden State Warriors games and Oakland A's games. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I just remember there was this really awkward silence and I was just like, no. (laughs) This is something I learned very early in college. This isn't a dating podcast by any means, but for what it's worth, Never, ever take someone's table scraps. You have to value yourself. Or else no one you date will respect you. They'll just drag you along for validation. 
Just something I wanted to share. Anyways, let's talk about the story of Road Rash Jailbreak. In Jailbreak mode, which is the main mode of the game, you follow Spaz and Punt. Spaz being a highly ranked and respected biker, and his accomplice Punt, a dwarf with deer antlers on his helmet. He rides in a sidecar on Spaz's bike. As you progress through the game, you're shown live-action cutscenes with the duo doing... silly stuff, I guess. They're really fun to watch. I like these a lot. Unfortunately for Spaz, he gets busted during a race and is set to do some serious time. That's where you come in. As you progress by winning races, you'll find yourself acquiring a higher rank of respect becoming the new captain of your gang, and eventually helping your boy Spaz bust out of jail during a transfer to another prison. Hence the title, Jailbreak. Before you start your journey, you must choose the gang you want to affiliate with. There are two gangs, the Desades and the Cafe Boys. Each gang has their own attributes. After, you choose your character, the bike you want, and hit the road. Each character has taunts you could scream at the other riders during the races. These instigate the other bikers to come after you. My favorite one is when he says, Red Rum! Red Rum! Let's talk about the gameplay. The game feels like Road Rash 3D but with smoother handling. It's also a lot easier to exchange blows than it was in Road Rash 3D. You get a variety of weapons by finishing races, or by stealing them from other riders during the races. By punching an opponent at the same time of them swinging their weapon, you'll snatch it from them, and now it's yours. But beware, the very same thing can just as easily happen to you. Although weapons are useful, especially when they're super-powered, I find using your fists to be pretty efficient as well. Your fists are always with you, and do more damage when you choose a biker that has fists as his best weapon, such as Brick. His punches are quick and powerful, and disrupt the other biker's attacks, tagging them in between swings if they themselves are using an object weapon. You can knock people off their bikes without a whole lot of effort at all if your timing is right. One thing I found odd is that the people in your own gang attack you. I think the reason for this is that the developers figured if the races only have your rival game participating, it wouldn't look right, because where are your boys at? But at the same time, it would have been lame to have a huge race to have half the riders not fighting or trying because they're on your team. So I understand why they made everyone attack everyone else, but it's still kind of weird. One thing I really appreciated in this game is the bikes themselves. No grinding for upgrades here. The game gives you a choice of two bikes fully equipped three different times. Just choose your bike and go. The other main mode in this game is the 5-0 mode, where you control a police biker. Your objective is to knock the gang leader or multiple riders off their bikes to meet your quota. I found this mode to be pretty fun, but was disappointed it lacked cutscenes. It would have been so funny to see scenes from the police's perspective. Let's talk about the graphics. They're serviceable, very average. To be fair, PS1 games from EA were never about looks. EA had more of a focus on gameplay, which is fine with me. However, there are some really nice sky colorations displayed throughout the game that gleam over the courses, as well as an occasional commercial airplane or stealth jet that zoom by. There's also sporadic traffic on the road. If you pop a wheelie before running into the cars, you'll bounce over them. Let's talk about the courses. The individual courses for the game are pieced together from a larger system of interconnected grids of roads. Kind of like how the courses are connected in some of the Ridge Racer games. Road Rash 3D did this as well. The themes of the tracks consist of woods, desert, city, farm, industrial, and residential. The tracks overall aren't too unforgiving. The difficulty feels nicely balanced. Place first, second, or third to advance. Let's talk about the music. I was absolutely obsessed with this soundtrack back in 2009. I had gotten my own computer and tried so hard to find the mp3s of all the songs, but many of them proved to be too obscure, but I listened to what I could on YouTube at the time. This game is responsible for my fandom of the band Cell Dweller. Their song Symbiont, one of my favorite songs from them, is showcased here, along with songs from other notable bands such as Chevelle and Push Monkey. There's an official soundtrack titled Road Rash Jailbreak, the music, that was released. I must have wanted it for 10 years or so before finally finding it for a good price on eBay, only to find out that there's like 5 songs missing. 
I'm so tired of that whole, oh, we didn't have the rights sort of thing. Fuck that, you're EA for Christ's sakes, get them. Fortunately, we live in an age where creating our own playlist exists. I've successfully burned a new CD with all the missing tracks added. And now, I could add ACDC's Jailbreak for good measure. Here's some closing thoughts. I beat this game for the third time in preparation for this episode, and enjoyed every minute of it. I recorded a handful of funny clips and shared them on my Twitter for you guys to see. Jailbreak did everything Road Rash 3D did, but better. Better gameplay, graphics, courses, music, modes, etc. This is the last mainline Road Rash we've received. Unfortunately, this one didn't sell as well as Electronic Arts had hoped. Jailbreak was released in late January of 2000. Anytime a game is released in January, oftentimes is unintentional. Because the Christmas boom is so obviously missed. And I attribute the lower sales to be because of this. That, as well as perhaps the motorcycle racing genre running its course to its core audience. No pun intended. Or, punt intended. I'd like to add that there's a Road Rash Jailbreak Game Boy Advance game that was released in 2003. Other than the name, it's completely unrelated to this game and developed by an entirely different studio. There's a demo video clip of a Road Rash reboot that was shortly in development in 2007 on YouTube. It looks great. It showcases a logo, some combat elements, as well as new souped-up graphics and speed visuals to be represented in the current gen at the time, being the PS3 and Xbox 360. Unfortunately, the project was cancelled, and that's a bummer for sure, but to be honest, I'm entirely happy with the series as it is. I revisit the games on a yearly basis, and have a blast each and every time. If you're on social media and you want to spy on me, I'm EvanDixonType4 on Twitter, and BraverGrave on Instagram. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for hanging out with me, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.